Hello everyone, my name is Haley and this is Uplift Lifestyle Podcast. Today I am interviewing Carolyn Chilia, Energetics and Mindset Coach. I am so excited to have this conversation and to share it with you because Carolyn is a longtime coach of mine. Now I'm going to read you Carolyn's bio, but I first want to say I started working with Carolyn for her kinesthetics knowledge. She was a registered kinesiologist and I was working with her for myofascial releases, fascial stretch therapy, nervous system stuff, cupping, all the things physical body. We became close, started chatting about all things spirituality, and now her entire business has shifted into the mindset and energetics of things. So I'm so excited to share with you this bio. Carolyn started her journey in healthcare as a kinesiologist. She loves the holistic approach to osteopathy and wanted to serve clients on a deeper level. From her amazing results when working with fascial networks, she took many courses in fascia and myofascial release and opened up her own practice in 2017. She was beginning to help patients with general pain, post-op recovery, sports injuries, and stiffness. She then moved her practice into focusing on her time with postpartum women and their specific needs. Throughout this entire journey of working with various types of patients, she became fascinated with the psychosomatic side of pain and illness and neuroscience and expanded her practice in this way too. During her sessions, she began combining body and mind work and then transitioned into offering clients NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, hypnosis, and working on reprogramming the subconscious mind. Oh my goodness. So I'm so excited for this conversation. Carolyn is so multidisciplinary and so talented in all the work that she does. And here is our conversation. I am chatting today with Carolyn. She is here. Carolyn, how are you? Hi, good. I'm well. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to chat with you and follow up, obviously, with a session with you. I already told the audience that I work with you and have been for like two years. So having you on the podcast is long overdue and so special. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to it. We've been talking about it for a while. So I'm so excited to just finally do it. Yeah, we've been talking about this forever. I'm so excited. So I've shared your bio with the audience, but can you, Carolyn, in your own words, maybe like tell us a little bit about your story and some some things that were left out of the bio that really encompass who you are and where you're going on your journey? Okay, yes. So as you might have heard, I started my journey as an entrepreneur in Um, as a kinesiologist and I moved towards osteopathic manual practice because of its holistic nature so I found that so many people that I was treating needed something a little bit more than just the straight fixing their body parts Mm -hmm. Um, there was a lot of psychological components there was so much more to it so I kind of went on this mission to figure that out yes 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 <laughs> so that will be a lifelong <laughs> mission but um I just continue to take courses on anything that I found that could help people bring their mind and body together I found fascial work was so amazing and so helpful for people with just like general pain and stiffness and even chronic illnesses Mm-hmm. And that led me to the neuroscience side. So yes. It has been an exciting journey, um, treating people in person um, with body work 
and incorporating the mindset in it. And now I do um, mostly online sessions with the mindset as I move towards more NLP hypnosis, Sarah. But along that journey, I um, grew as a human being um, on my spiritual path, um, just seeing how everything kind of works or getting ideas about how everything works has mm-hmm. been so enlightening. And along that time, too, I got married. I had two kids. Um, I opened and closed a private practice. Um, so I've had quite the journey. It's been a lot of fun. I've met some amazing, amazing people, you being one of them. Yay! <laughs> and... Yeah. <laughs> So it has just been actually just been a lot of fun. It's it, it's been a lot of growth, um, and I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for the world. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. I love your story, and it's it's so unique. And I share some commonality there, like in studying kinesiology and kind of wanting more than just the study of the physical body and. Carolyn, you did such a beautiful transition into the sort of psychosomatic side of pain and of healing. Do you want to just share with the audience a little bit, maybe not necessarily the process of going into that, but more so your big learnings from switching to more of the psychosomatic side of pain? Yeah, of course. So it was it was through client interview. I would say would be the biggest part that led me to this switch. So seeing client after client after client, um, I love to evolve my practice. So I'm not afraid to kind of add things in as I go. And so with my client interview, I would just intuitively be led to different questions. Mm-hmm. And it just came up over and over and over again. You know, I would ask about their shoulder injury. Okay, when did it start? Okay, it started at this at this time. Okay, what was happening around that time? Oh, my dad passed away. I moved. It would always be some big life event. Mm-hmm. And it just became undeniable to me. So for my anecdotal um, like evidence. Yes. And then I just started researching and researching. And that really led me to neuroscience, which I love and I love using. And then even further kind of into the placebo, the nocebo effect and how your relationship with your practitioner changes everything about your healing. Mm -hmm. So that was just so interesting to me. And I just couldn't get over the difference in my results when I had that rapport with my clients. When I was, when the entire time of the session, I'm just constantly radiating like unconditional love and just in thinking about their healing the entire time, making sure they know how much I care about them. Uh, And then ensuring that I'm not saying anything negative or bad about their situation so that they don't have my voice in their head Mm -hmm. about their situation, right? So always looking on the positive side, obviously we're going to be safe and make sure that they know all the parts of uh, their injury. But for the most part, just making sure that their mindset is on the path to healing and we're not focusing on the negative. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. And it's so true. Like having a practitioner, a healer, a therapist, whether it's, you know, for something physical, a physical ailment, or whether it's for counseling, okay, mental health, things like that, having a practitioner that's 
really aware of the thought patterns and beliefs creating reality and, and really understanding the the neuroscience component is so powerful in healing. And I guess I never really fully conceptualized it until, even though I know it to be true, but you saying it like that, Carolyn, it makes so much sense. And you did that for me all the time and kept such a good vibe. Little meditations we do right there on the table. So fun. <laughs> I miss it. Um, so beautiful, Carolyn. And can you, just before we kind of dive into more, we're going to kind of go deep, I think, into all the subconscious reprogramming and all the mindset manifestation work, but can you share with the audience a little bit about your own practice and how you keep your energy healthy? And is there some physical and emotional components or what's your sort of self-care health routine look like these days? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so it has changed, um, drastically throughout all of the phases of my life. So I try to keep that in mind. Um, I, Right now, I'm going through a phase where my children are young. Um, I have obligations, responsibilities, priorities mm-hmm. that I want to keep. So my keeping my energy clean is more of a in-the-moment, constant practice, followed yes. up by um, incorporating some, I usually do scripting I do some meditation I do some subconscious visual um, technique I use binaural beats so that's what I'm really into right Mm. now but that will change will evolve um, with the phases of my life I know for myself um, what I eat is very important Um, how much I exercise is very important and as I'm kind of coming out of a time where I didn't focus or I wasn't as strict with my eating or my exercise, I'm coming back into a phase where I do have the time, I do have the energy um, to start focusing on that. So that's what I've been really focused on, those plain basics, right? So yes, exactly. What, I, what comes into my body and, and what I think about it. Yes. I think something important about keeping, you know, keeping your energy clean is understanding your phase in life right now. So what are you going through and how much compassion can you have for yourself and how can you support yourself? So if I realize that I am um, starting to kind of get into a negative um, feeling, Mm -hmm. I just pick out of the hat what technique I want to (laughs) use to to let that go or neutralize that thought. So as I've studied emotions, psychology we don't necessarily want to um work really hard on really expressing negative emotions or really repressing them we kind of want to work on just like neutralizing them letting them go or observing them mm-hmm. is what i have found has to be the most effective yeah um technique and then it's it is really just i think it's a lot of shadow work yep. <laughs> i have moved really really deep into finding my shadows, finding my triggers, and just realizing as much as sometimes you don't want to say um, everyone is a mirror for you, Mm -hmm. they just are. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Once you come to terms with that and say, okay, why am I attracting this? Or um, why do I feel this way? Um, Not necessarily blaming yourself for the situation or Mm -hmm. anything, but just thinking how, what is my role in this? And 
just taking back control for that. And that really helps my energy. If I understand, you know, anything that's going on around me is something that, um, in this lifetime, I'm meant to heal through, go through, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. then that's it. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, so I pulled out so many amazing things in what you shared and I just want to repeat it to the audience and like validate you for saying these things. I really loved how you said, and I do the exact same thing. I switch up my self-care routine, my health routines based on the phase I'm in. Like it looked different when I was a student. It looked different when I had two jobs. It looked different, you know, when I was living in a different city, like the phases of life and speaking to you being a mom of two, and I'm sure there's going to be a ton of young moms listening to this, giving yourself that compassion. What a beautiful word and a beautiful way to put it. Like have compassion with yourself when you're going through these different seasons, these phases, and recognize that yeah your your health and your self-care routine is going to change that being I say this with clients all the time the being in the moment taking care of your energy is really the best we can always do but especially when you have kids especially when you're not necessarily 100% in control of your environment that's the way to go so I loved that you said that Carolyn yeah it's been so so helpful um because you have an identity, right? And when you shift away into a new identity and things change, sometimes that can be challenging and you can be trying to like run back to maybe who you were or what you did in your practice before. Um, Or you could be comparing your practice to other people, which I think we kind of all fall into that sometimes, right? But just a, a reminder that you are human (laughs) and your life couldn't possibly be the same as someone else's exactly or the same the whole time you don't want it to be exactly the same the whole time I have the the biggest thing with weight loss with clients too like I do a lot of personal training still and it's I want to be my high school weight well that's unhealthy and not realistic like you have to be (laughs) ebb and flow and move with the you know move with your phases of life but anyways we could go on forever about that but I just loved that you brought it back to compassion I thought that was super super powerful um moving forward here can you chat with us because I know you're an expert in fashion I know you might not necessarily be doing hands-on treatment with fashion net but can you just explain to the audience in case this is the first time they're hearing that word it just came to me that we need to define that for them can you describe okay. the fascial nets and the network for our audience yeah so um the way that I like to think of fascia and the way that it helps me understand what it actually like, does for our body or why we even have it or how it can affect our movement or our mood or anything like that is it is like a bag over top of all of your muscles and it's one bag. Yep. So it's actually a connective tissue system. So it goes all the way from, you know, the top of your head to the tip of your toes. And it holds all of our um, muscles. It holds all of our bones. It keeps us upright. So it has a lot to do with our posture. Mm-hmm. It is it's really important to keep it hydrated. That's one thing and keep it moving. So when you kind of feel tight and stiff and um, like something won't move, that is usually a fascial adhesion. So fascia can get stuck down on muscle. It's actually supposed to be just over top of it, but there's supposed to be some room for some glide and some movement. Um, And the fascia is just why I love it is because 
since it is all connected, right, it can only really be broken if you have um, surgery and then it's stitched mm-hmm. back together. So it is all connected. So that means when you touch, you know, the, the tip of your um, toe, your whole fascial network knows about it. Yes, I so love that. You touch, yeah, so that's why I feel like it's just so important because it's just sending messages all, all, all over your body. Um, and that is a really important thing to also understand with pain is maybe not looking at where the pain is exactly coming from because it could be caused by somewhere else. Oh, I love it. Because our fascia it. is all over our body. Yeah. Yes, I love it. And that was, obviously, I studied that, but I think it's important for everyone to listen. And I think you explained that in such a a way that you can conceptualize with it being a bag. I love, love, love that. And now we're going to move into more the energetics of things. Um, but I think a really nice segue that combines the physical and the energetics. Can you share with us a little bit, just sort of like a chakras for dummies? Can you just go through quickly the chakras and explain how you use the chakras in your practice? Because I know it's something I work with all the time with my clients, and you and I work through that together in my sessions. So if you could explain oh. that, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Okay. So the chakras are basically just energy centers. So we hear in um, mainstream media and, or maybe not mainstream media, but in the mainstream. <laughs> for us, yes. About, <laughs> yeah. Like this is so. <laughs> so mainstream for us. That's, that, that's it. Um, we hear about seven centers. So those are seven centers in our physical bodies. And, but we have, many many energy centers all over our body but we think of these seven as the big seven the big ones and if you think about a line just running through the center of your body that's kind of where your all your chakras your seven main ones will sit so you have one at the top of your head that's called your crown um so they all have a sound color they have tissues and organs that are connected to them they have um different emotions that are connected to them they have all these different things so the the crown is connected to our connection to the collective so Mm -hmm. our connection to spirituality um it is basically we call it the thousand petaled lotus and it is coming from the top of your head um it has the ability to kind of like pull energy in. Mm-hmm. So the next one that we think about is our third eye. So it's kind of exactly where you would think it would be. Um, it is It is more about like, what is the big picture? What are your connections to your intuition, to yourself, to your own soul? Um, so rather than the collective and our collective souls together, more what is yours and what are your visions and what what images do you have going on? Um, and then the throat chakra. So that one is about self-expression. That is about co- communication. So a lot of them you can kind of see. They're kind of what you would think they're mm-hmm. about. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah but they kind of have this other, other little twist where there's all these emotions or these things um how you can kind of get um we can have a, we can have an a deficiency or we can have excess energy coming in mm-hmm. to these 
uh, centers, and that that's the important part that I work with. So, sorry, I'll, I'll finish them. Um, in the throat, um, it's all about expression, truly expressing yourself, um, and speaking your truth, and being authentic to yourself. And then we go to our heart. Um, so, our heart kind of goes from our... It's, it's like bringing the spiritual, bringing the top, bringing everything down and connecting it to our physical. And it is really about giving and receiving love, exactly what you kind of think your heart is, a, is about. Mm-hmm. But love in, in, in all its sense. So in, it's unconditional. And is it self-love? How, how much do you give yourself and receive love from yourself, right? And then give and receive um, to others. Mm-hmm. and then our solar plexus so that is where we get kind of really physical that's like our willpower that's like how are we moving through this world how are we taking and directing that energy right yeah so that's like our this is our power powerhouse and then a little bit lower so just behind your belly button um is your sacral chakra so that is about um our creativity so you think of like the womb in here so that's creativity and it's our emotion our emotional center so you can see how that would be true right with our sexual organs right and it's all about that type of energy so what do we birth into the world and then our last one um is our root so that is all about security uh, foundation your sense of being here and now and it's super earthy um mm-hmm. so it is our it is our complete physical connection to the earth yes um beautiful carolyn (laughs) yeah you keep going you're killing it (laughs) okay so how how i use these or how i i think it's important or why we understand this is you can basically say you know i'm having this emotion and this feeling or i have this problem that keeps coming up in my life or my business or whatever it is and then Let's in, okay. Let's investigate it. Do we have some sort of energetic deficiency or energetic excessiveness in this area? And then how do we solve that for you? Right? I, I, it's it's just kind of like almost like a diagnostic tool that will just give you kind of like quick little hints and quick little things to do to to solve some of the issues that are coming up in your life. And and I found in my practice too, it's it's pain related too. So mm-hmm. if you look at the root um chakra so where that is is just the bottom of it's, it's your, the bottom of your tailbone so people who have sorry I, I don't I won't generalize but I have seen people who have um lower back pain sciatic nerve pain there is a sense of unease um and a sense of needing 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 security mm-hmm. or not having it or or no connection to nature and the here and now yes it's always future thinking or past thinking so that's just one example of kind of how you could kind of pinpoint where you might have an energetic deficiency or excessiveness yes I love that that was eloquently put and I that's one of the many things that I've worked with you Carolyn is either activating or kind of lowering or stabilizing the chakras because they we do have a tendency to be over or under if our energy isn't being fully taken care of so another amazing reason why you should take care of your energy to keep those chakras beautifully balanced and um but also know that like like carolyn said it's just a diagnostic tool if they're a little off we can always get them reset so loved that and i think that was so powerful to everyone listening because everyone hears that word chakra 
anyone listening to this kind of podcast and might not understand it. But let's move on. Oh my gosh, I can't believe the time. We could talk forever. You and I could talk forever. Oh my God. Okay. I, I think it's most important that we brush, well not brush, but we go into now the subconscious reprogramming and NLP and how you work with your clients and maybe some take-homes for the audience as to how they can begin to reprogram their own subconscious without having access to a hypnotherapist. Not everyone is as blessed as I am to have you at my beck and call. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So I think that's a very, very important point to mention that we need to consider everything that we do and getting it accessible. So these things like reprogramming your subconscious mind, healing yourself, healing your body, I would say most of the time we can put this into our own hands. Where we need, or not necessarily need, but where it is great to have assistance is identifying, right? So if you go to your doctor, they can tell you because they've seen, you know, so many people with this ailment. Okay, I can help you understand what this is, right? Mm -hmm. Someone who works with the subconscious mind. Okay, I can help you understand what this is. But reprogramming your subconscious mind, working on your goals is a lifelong journey so as much as you can kind of understand on your own, get on your own, the, the easier your journey will be. Right? Yes. So we don't always need to depend on um, another person. It's great for, you know, um, for the tips and tricks and technique, but it's also amazing to just be able to uh, have all of the techniques at your fingertips. Absolutely. So, I, I'll start off with maybe defining what the subconscious mind is yes. and maybe why we would want to reprogram it Yes. Um, or what that would even mean. So when you think of your conscious mind, it's your thoughts and your thoughts that you can pull up, um, your control. So it's your, it's highly analytical. It's highly developed. It is weighing each thing that comes in the information that's coming in is is this right does this look like something i've seen before etc etc so you're conscious we kind of understand what that is our subconscious is basically everything else so Mm -hmm. we have they they i don't even know how um (laughs) accurate the number is but it'll be between two and four million bits of information comes at us um within a minute so we need to be filtering this information or effectively figuring out this information with uh, to survive, right? So our subconscious mind basically is recording everything and then sending what it needs to to your conscious mind. So what do you need to be aware of in your conscious mind? Our subconscious mind basically sends that to our conscious mind. So... It is giving you this information through filters, through beliefs, through anything that has happened before. It's it's kind of taking this information in, saying, "Oh, does this look like something I've seen before, etc." And then it's going to send it off to your um, conscious mind. And so now that you understand that, you can see where the problems could begin to happen if we have a program in our subconscious mind or a filter in our subconscious mind that doesn't serve us. So that's where we want to start reprogramming. So that's where our beliefs become really, really important. So 
we can reprogram in so many different ways. What I would say is the, the two big ones are repetition and emotion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so if something is repeated to you enough times, it basically becomes the truth to your subconscious mind. So that's why we need to be mindful of the phrases that we say to ourselves. So if you think about how many times you have said a phrase, um, if you have these classic phrases, <laughs> um, just make sure that they're positive and serving you well. Yes. Um, and then... <laughs> and then you can use this. So you can use affirmations. You can use mantras. Like you can actually use this to drill it into your subconscious mind. What I would say, kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent there, just making sure that what you're saying is positive and believable. So not yes. putting up too much resistance for from your um, conscious mind. Just take it step by step, create your affirmations, positive, believable. And then once you believe that one, you can move to the next one, etc. Yes. And then intense emotion. So will help us reprogram. And so how can we really use that? Okay. Let me just give you an example. So <laughs> do you remember where you were on September 11th, 2001? Are you talking? Yeah. Oh, you're. Ta- I thought you were talking to the audience. Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. It, it stirs up emotion. Yeah, and you probably remember where you were, who you were with, what you were watching, et cetera, et cetera. All these things surrounding that because of emotion. And the only reason they use that is because that we all watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, at least for right now. Yeah. <laughs> In a few years, it will be <laughs> too far. Exactly. Um, but. We really imprint memory with deep emotion. So we can create intense emotions with a visual that we want to have. So if I stir up emotions of my past achievements, so thinking about my graduation, maybe personal bests on times for exercise, if I think about um, a goal that I achieved that I really wanted to, so now I'm stirring up all these intense emotions, and now I, in my brain, bring up the visual of a future goal that I'd like to have, that's a really easy way to start imprinting it in your subconscious mind. It will start listening to that, or start seeing that and creating that for you. Yes, 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 yes. So, so true. And those are guys listening, like you can do that at home right now. Um, Another one, Carolyn, that I think that the audience will really benefit from that is another beautiful way is like, if you can do some sort of meditation that's dedicated to maybe feeling joy or dedicated to feeling love and therefore you're naturally being put in that vibrancy like a guided meditation just even on youtube or something um and then you're naturally in that higher vibration of joy love whatever it is and manifesting from that place is like super powerful as well another another option for our listeners for sure that's that is really important that's bringing that can also bring you into the proper brain waves for kind of speaking to your subconscious mind so we want to be in a slower brain wave a theta which is kind of like between asleep and awake um and putting on a meditation can definitely get you there um listening to binaural beats can get you there mm-hmm. um but the meditation is really great because you're right you bring you bring that energy frequency into what you're manifesting into the future Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Okay, Carolyn, I feel we need to wrap this up only because you and I have a session. 
yes. and we have to honor it. And but um, I I actually am saying that it's happening. I'm having you back on the show because we need to go into so much more. Because guys, yes. Carolyn is also a specialist with human design, and she's been helping me with my own human design. Like there's so many multidisciplinaries that Carolyn is a genius in, and so supportive and helpful in. Um, so I really want to make sure we create more time for that. But Carolyn, before we say goodbye to the audience, we've covered a ton today. Can you just, well, two things, one, give the audience a last little bit of your genius, just something that they can take home with them and start implementing today. I know you've given them tons of tips along the way, but just sort of an all encompassing holistic health thing. And then will you lastly let everyone know where they can find you so they can follow your journey on Instagram, check out your website, all your offerings, all those things. Yeah. Okay. So I would like to just say that accessing your intuition is a birthright and we all have access to it. We do need to practice like anything in life. So connecting with your intuition can start to help you to reprogram your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind or your subconscious brain has this unbelievable ability to activate or deactivate all sorts of structures within our brain. So that means you can have the conscious control over how you feel, your health, any aspect of your life that you want to. So it is very powerful powerful and you have the ability to access it yes Um, and then you can find me um my website is www.carehealthco.com or where i put the most out for you is on instagram so i'm at at carehealth underscore so care c-a-r-e and then health h-e-a-l-t-h underscore Amazing. And I'll link that all below in the show notes as well. So it's just a quick click away. But some people I know just listen and they don't go to the show notes. So it's important we say it there as well. Carolyn, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, from every cell in my body, how grateful I am to have you here sharing your genius with the world. I mean, I have sent countless people your way because I just believe so wholeheartedly in the work that you do and I know how powerful it is. So having you on this platform is so special to me and I know the audience is going to just love it up. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will see you in like five minutes. Thank you so much for having me on and having the chance just to chat about this stuff that we love. So good. Thank you for listening. Bye, girl. Bye. Wow, I am so honored to have had that conversation with Carolyn and I'm so excited to hear about how everyone listening implements those tools and tips to reprogram their subconscious mind at home and of course if this is something that's new for you and you want support on that please check out Carolyn Chilia I will link her information below for all of that work continue to follow along here on the podcast and on the page for upcoming powerful interviews like this one. I thank you for your time and I hope you have an amazing uplifted day.